You're listening to Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. Together, we're going to explore divination and help you start your own journey with tarot. I'll discuss my tarot journey and offer ways to use tarot for healing, self-development, and personal growth. So let's get started. Hi, listeners. Welcome to Episode 20 of Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. In this episode, I will be discussing tarot birth cards and life path numbers and how you can work with these tools for self-exploration and aligning to your purpose. Using your full birth date, you can calculate your life path number and your tarot birth card, both of which can reveal life lessons, obstacles, repeating themes, and patterns that you will encounter throughout your life, as well as insights into your talents, strengths, and personality characteristics that define you most. This is similar to how your zodiac sign reveals certain tendencies and characteristics in your nature in astrology. There are several methods you can use to calculate your life path number and tarot birth card. I'm going to teach the simplest way for this episode. For this method, you will add each number of your birth date in one line and then reduce. For example, if your birthday is April 7th, 1969, you will add all of these numbers up in one line. You will add 4, 7, 1, 9, 6, and 9. This equals 36. Reduce this down to the lowest number by adding these digits together, 3 plus 6, and that gives you 9. So for this example, the tarot birth card is the hermit card, because the hermit is number 9 in the tarot. And this person's life path number is 9. I have included links in the show notes and on my blog for tarot birth calculators and life path number calculators online if you need help finding your number. On some of the calculators, they will give you tarot birth card pairs. For instance, I am a life path 4, so the emperor card is my tarot birth card, and the death card is my teacher card. This is because the death card is number 13 in the major arcana, and 13 reduces to 4. So I can work with this pair of cards to identify patterns and life lessons on my path. Both are very important cards. To begin working with your tarot birth card, set this card out in your environment so you encounter it daily. Meditate with the card and see which messages start to come through for you. You can also path work with your favorite version of this card. Pathworking is where you step inside the card and take in the surroundings of the card, and you can even hold a conversation with the images and figures in the card. While pathworking, ask what message this card has for you. You can also journal on the themes of this card and what it represents for you, and even reassess your progress throughout the year with this card's themes. Journal about the emotions the card images stir up for you. Write about what you see in the card and how you feel about the card. Pay attention to the colors and energies in the card and their effect on you. Note if you have any positive or negative associations with the cards, and explore what the roots of those feelings could be. I wrote down a list of questions that might help you explore your tarot birth cards further. You can use these as a spread and pull cards on these questions, 
or you can use these questions as journal prompts to help you reflect on what your birth card might have to teach you. Here are the questions I recommend using. Does your birth card resonate with you? If not, explore why. Does your birth card challenge you in your daily life? What can the archetype in this card teach you? What message does this archetype have for you now? What can they show you? How can this archetype help you grow? How can you embody their energy and incorporate it into your life? What advice can they give you? What direction would they point you in? What instruction would they offer you at this time? Does your birth card scare you? If so, journal about why this is. And remember, when something intimidates you or frightens you, this is a signal that more work needs to be done in this area. It could mean that this card has a lot to teach you and may push you toward change or to be more open to those concepts. When working with your birth card, look back and identify challenging times in your life and identify if there was a life lesson related to this birth card that could have been at play at that time. If so, write down those examples in your journal. You could start to see a pattern here. I posted all these questions on the blog for this episode on my website, HealingThroughTarot.com, and on my Healing Through Tarot accounts on Instagram and Pinterest so that you can access them easily. Our birth card helps us understand ourselves and our life path better. This archetype is our teacher and gives us direction in life and clarity on our mission. Knowing our birth card gives us insight by giving us a peek into the major themes, challenges, and tests that we will experience through the many phases of our life, where these challenges can morph into new obstacles and new learning experiences. However, they will still carry that basic essence of the birth card energy that we are here to master, even if the challenges evolve as we grow. This card is a major clue about your purpose in this lifetime. Remaining focused on your birth card will help you remain aligned with your purpose and will help you accomplish your life lessons. I love that the birth cards give us a heads up on the challenges we will face throughout our life and how to handle them successfully. Much like the year ahead spreads give us foresight into these challenges of the next year so that we can plan a strategy, birth cards give us the same glimpse into what our major life lessons will be and the form that they will take. It is much easier to pass those tests when we are prepared and armed with foresight and the knowledge of what to look for. For example, being a life path for myself with the emperor birth card, I am now armed with the knowledge that any challenges that arise with authority figures, father issues, the patriarchy, and control are part of the mission I'm here to experience and master. Instead of being triggered by these repetitive challenges, I can be prepared to look out for any obstacles resembling this energy and then make a logical plan to handle the situation without flying off the handle emotionally and reacting from a place of insecurity, anger, or fear. If I didn't have this foresight, I could easily get caught off guard and be triggered by issues with authority and loss of control, and then react from an emotional place and dig a hole deeper for myself. In that case, I would risk not learning the lesson because I'm too blinded by the injustice of the trials that I'm facing to see the value in the lesson at the time. 
that challenge would then play out over and over again with the possibility that I might never move forward to the next lesson. But by using tarot as the valuable psychological tool we know it to be, I can see these trials from a different lens. I can see these experiences as teaching moments and extract meaningful lessons along the way and then be aware how each lesson builds on the next to create a stronger foundation of knowledge about myself and the world. This approach is more meaningful in the end. And I might add that it's much less stressful while I'm going through the process because I'm able to see the larger picture as I go and not stuck in the middle of the maze while blindfolded. See, this is the beauty of tarot. It helps keep us focused on the larger experience that we are living and connects us to the deeper meaning of our life. Now that you know your tarot birth card, you can also pull out that number card and all four suits of the tarot to work with more specifically. For myself as a life path four, that would mean pulling out the four of swords, four of pentacles, four of cups, and four of wands. These cards will contain lessons that I will be working with and encountering during this life. Start to notice when these cards pop up for you in your spreads. I know that I see these fours all the time in my spreads. So if you're Life Path 5, you will pull out all of the five in the suits to work with and on down the line for all of the other Life Paths. I want to point out that Terra Birth Cards are different from your personal Terra Year cards that we already covered in a previous episode. Your Terra birth card is the same throughout your entire life and is calculated using your full birth date. Your personal Terra year card is one that you calculate every year by adding your month and day of birth to the present year. So that card changes every single year and will help forecast which themes and challenges you will encounter over that 12 months. And something I learned recently is that your personal Terra year card actually starts on your birthday within that year. It does not start on January 1st of the new year unless January 1st is your birthday. So this will be different for everyone. If your birthday is March 15th, then your personal tarot year card will kick in on March 15th of 2021 and will play out over the course of the next year until March 15th, 2022. When talking about the tarot year cards, I want to point out there's also a universal terrier card, which applies to everyone in the world for that year. For instance, 2021 is a five. So this year, it is the Hierophant for everyone. So each year, you can calculate the universal terrier card and your personal terrier card and analyze the two to see which energies, themes, or life lessons may play out for you over the course of the next year on a global and a personal level. I discussed this topic at length in episode 14, and I walk you through how to calculate both the universal and personal terrier cards. I just wanted to clarify that these are very different from your terror birth card, which always remains the same for you throughout your entire life. For more information on how to work with your terror birth cards, Mary Kay Greer has a workbook titled Terror for Yourself, a workbook for personal transformation. She covers what she calls hidden factor cards that are also known as shadow cards, and personality cards that are linked with your birth card. There is a link for this book in the show notes. After a short break, I will focus on life path numbers and what they reveal about our individual life missions. My first Healing Through Terror spread book has launched and is now available for purchase. 
It is called a spread for all seasons. This ebook contains 15 custom tarot and oracle spreads designed to guide you through the seasons of any year. It covers holidays, full and new moons, Mercury retrogrades, seasonal spreads, year-end and year-ahead spreads, and eclipses with weekly and monthly spreads that you can reuse again and again, year after year. You can find this spread book on my website, HealingThroughTarot.com, for an introductory price of $10. And stay tuned for future spread ebooks that will be launching in the next few months. Happy card slinging! If you would like to book a reading for me, all of the options for the readings I offer are detailed on my website. For spring and summer 2021, I have a new featured reading I'd like to tell you about. It's called Break Through Your Blocks. This is a new spread that I created using six different decks, two tarot decks, three oracles, and one archetype deck. This reading is a 17 tarot and oracle card spread to identify blocks to your current goals, insights into the roots of those blocks, and specific steps to take to break through whatever is holding you back in order to make progress going forward. The reading is discounted right now for $95. That's $20 off through summer 2021. Once I throw your spread for you, you will receive this reading via email, and it will include a detailed walkthrough of all the cards and messages that come through, in addition to the photos of the spread and cards. Book yours now on my website, healingthroughterror.com. Through is spelled T-H-R-U. A link to my website is in the show notes. I hope to sling cards for you soon. If you would like to support this podcast monthly, please consider signing up for a small pledge to help me be able to continue to produce these quality episodes every two weeks. There's a listener support link at the bottom of the show notes for each episode. You can also find that link on the Anchor site for my podcast, and it's also provided in my companion blogs for each podcast episode on my website, healingthroughterror.com. Any pledge is appreciated. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the second part of this episode, I'm going to walk you through the importance of working with our life path numbers and walk you through the significance of what each life path number represents. Like I said in part one, there are a few ways to calculate your life path number. There are calculators online that do the math for you if you're unsure of which method to use. These online calculators are easy to find just by Googling life path number calculator. And for your convenience, I have provided a link in the show notes for a calculator that I use often. Personally, I've tried several different methods and have always gotten numbers that reduce down to a four, and the life path four description fits me so well that I feel that my number is correct. If you do find different numbers using the various methods, go with the number that you feel resonates the most with you. And remember, there are spectrums to everything. Think of this life path number like your zodiac sign. Not every description for a Capricorn is correct. Not every Capricorn is a workaholic or money-obsessed individual, but most Capricorns have a good work ethic 
or at least think work is important in some way. There will be a continuum to the characteristics assigned to your life path number. So don't stress if the description doesn't fit you perfectly. These are just tools to help you uncover more about yourself and your path. I always say that you are the best expert on yourself. If you think something doesn't fit, then you would know better than anyone else. Like I said in part one, life path numbers help us to understand our primary life purpose, innate tendencies, talents, and the obstacles we face over the course of our life. I will now walk you through each life path number, which consists of the numbers one through nine, and I will quickly cover the three master numbers of 11, 22, and 33. Also, I will cover the tarot birth cards that go with each life path number so that you can see how well they work together with the overlapping lessons, energies, and characteristics. I pulled together this information on each life path number from a few different numerology sites. The main one was FeliciaBender.com. She's known as the Practical Numerologist. And SeventhLifePath.com. For Life Path 1, we have the Innovative Leader, and the Magician card is the Terror Birth card. They are born leaders, who are self-motivated, independent, imaginative, innovative, and are pioneers and creators. They are unique and individualistic and may feel like they don't belong due to their uniqueness. Creative vision is their greatest gift, and they would make great entrepreneurs and inventors. The advice here for Life Path 1 is to be bold, take risks, and follow that inner voice that marches to the beat of your own drum. Have trust in your skills, as the magician does, and manifest with the resources you have. You have all that you need to be successful within yourself. Moving on to Life Path 2. Here we have the Intuitive Diplomat, and the High Priestess card is the Terra Birth card. They seek harmony and loathe conflict. They are happiest when being of service to self, family, and others. They thrive in service-oriented careers and when working with groups or mediating to bring about harmony and balance in stressful situations. They are detail-oriented and reliable to get the job done right. They are often very sensitive individuals and tend to gravitate towards relationships and family life. The advice for Life Path 2 is to rise above the drama and go inward to tap into your intuition, which is your greatest gift. Life Path 3. These are the Creative Communicators. The Empress card is their Terra Birth card. Their purpose is to develop creative self-expression, emotional sensitivity, joy, inspired communication, and creative artistic pursuits. They are often artists, writers, and creators, and often shape the culture around them with their creative vision. The Empress is a good match here for a fertile time for creativity and creative pursuits. The advice for Life Path 3 is to tap into that creativity and find a way to express it and share it with the world because your gift is inspiring others with the beauty that only you can provide. Life Path 4, the Systems Builder and Teacher. The Emperor is the Terror Birth Card. Their purpose is to develop security, stability, order, and to work hard to meet their work goals. 
LifePath 4s are the workhorses of the group. They are serious, detail-oriented, and rational thinkers. They make great teachers no matter what their actual profession is. They often study a subject thoroughly, and when they master that material, they turn around and teach it to others. Just like the Emperor, Fours are natural leaders, builders, and planners, and they excel in the management of others. However, they often have family issues with their family of origin, and since the Emperor is the father figure in the Major Arcana, these family issues may stem from an absent or overbearing authoritative father. The advice for Life Path Fours is to spread your vast knowledge to others, work on being more flexible, and when leading, do it from a benevolent approach versus a need to control others. Moving on to Life Path 5, the sensual freedom seeker. The Hierophant is the Terra birth card. They are all about freedom, fun, fearlessness, and lots and lots of adventure. They have intense energy and intense lives. They are impulsive and free thinkers. They love variety and get bored easily, so they seek constant stimulation. The Hierophant is associated with the zodiac sign Taurus, which is very sensual. The lives of Life Path Fives are all about the senses, and they live their lives to the fullest degree. They will thrive as entrepreneurs, as they would rather not be subject to someone else's authority. The advice for Life Path Fives is to develop self-discipline and routine in life to help contain this limitless energy and vast life experience. Without discipline, order, and a focused sense of purpose, their life can become too chaotic and disordered. Life Path 6. The Nurturing Visionary. The Lovers is the Terra Birth Card. They are natural nurturers, visionaries, champions of justice, and are very empathic. They have a heightened sense of responsibility and are often perfectionists, caretakers, and healers. Others will often come to them for advice and guidance since they are considered the responsible ones. They highly value love and marriage, and even if they don't have children of their own, they will parent in other ways, either with pets, friends, or co-workers. Many are extremely musically gifted or are gifted with other artistic or creative endeavors. They are brilliantly creative, and the advice here is to find ways to use your creativity constructively and to learn not to overcommit to responsibilities in life, or you are at risk for resentment or burnout. Life Path 7. The Seeker. The Chariot card is the Terra Birth card. Their personal mission is to develop their spirituality and intuition. They are always seeking truth and knowledge and often explore life's greatest mysteries. They are very intelligent, analytical, they're old souls, aloof, and mysterious. They would excel as philosophers, analysts, or researchers. The conundrum for sevens is that they are both highly intuitive, but also data-driven. So the advice is to find a way to bridge both worlds, even though they often don't mix well, and learn to be more emotionally available to their loved ones for healthier relationships. Life Path 8 The CEO and Material Manifester The Strength card is the Tarot Birth card. 
Their personal mission is to develop abundance, power, and the satisfaction that comes from success in the material world. The lesson of the Life Path 8 is how to manage their personal relationship with power and money in building financial security. They are resilient, physically and emotionally strong, just like the Strength card, are often workaholics, and commonly have family issues that they have to work out. They are magnetic and can make great leaders and organizers because of their ability to see the bigger picture of things. The advice for Life Path 8 is to learn how to use power and authority wisely and for the good of others and not to dwell on the negative in life. Life Path 9, The Creative Humanitarian The Hermit card is the Terra Birth card. The Nine Life Path is the most evolved in numerology and has one of the strongest vibrations because it contains the qualities of all the other numbers. They are wise old souls and their lives are meant to be expansive and spiritually challenging. They often struggle with setting boundaries with their family members, but they have a high regard for humanity, and they strive to inspire others with their compassion. They do well in creative fields where they can share their talent with the world. Many gifted musicians, actors, and artists are the Life Path Nine. The advice here is to focus on letting go and surrendering, especially when it comes to family conflicts, abandonment issues, and codependency. And just like the hermit, they are most at peace when they can clear their mind and tune into their intuitive inner voice. Now I will quickly cover the three master numbers, which are 11, 22, and 33. Master numbers signify intensified obstacles and heightened potential for this lifetime. Life Path 11, the Inspired Healer. The Justice card is the Terra Birth card. They are master healers in every sense of the word. They are extremely intuitive and constantly connected to the other side. They use their creative and intuitive talents to heal the world. They are teachers, artists, leaders across many fields, and psychic healers. Their focus is on harmony and love and light. They can heal others just with their presence. The advice for Life Path 11 is to find a way to ground to earth because it's often a struggle for these intuitive dreamers who are often in the clouds. Developing a strong psychic protective shield is key due to their sensitive nature and intuitive line of work. Life Path 22 The Master Teacher and Master Systems Builder The Emperor card is the Terra Birth card for Life Path 22 since it reduces down to a 4. Life Path 22 is a double two, which is all about harmony and love, and also a four, which is rooted in process and stability. They will use the hard work of the four and tap into the bigger picture for manifesting systems into existence in the material world that will benefit and elevate humanity by changing the everyday lives of people around the world. The advice for Life Path 22 is to stop doing everything yourself and learn to delegate so that you can achieve your higher purpose. And don't forget to dream big. And our last number, Life Path 33, the Masterful Teacher and Healer. The Lover's Card is the Terror Birth Card. They are inspired visionaries. 
As a double three, they will be focused on creative expression and emotional sensitivity, combined with the Life Path 6 lessons anchored in nurturing, acceptance, and vision. The number 33 is the Christ number, which falls in line with helping, healing, and spreading love, joy, truth, and justice. 33s will be called to teach by the power of love, just as Christ did, with a nurturing and giving heart. Giving will be their main focus. They will be led to learn from their own wounds and learn how to heal themselves first before they can show the world how to heal. The advice for 33s is to stay realistic and remain positive and anchored in love in order to give to the world and promote healing. Find a way to shine your light even through the darkest times you face. Don't let the injustices of the world dampen your light or your creativity. It is how you heal others. Hopefully, this information on life path numbers and their corresponding tarot birth cards help you to dig a little deeper into your self-exploration to understand more about your path and lessons to master while you're here. All of the information I've covered today is included in my podcast companion blog that is on my website, HealingThroughTarot.com. Are you enjoying this podcast and companion blog? If so, now you can gift me a coffee or two on BuyMeACoffee.com to keep me fueled as I pull all-nighters writing scripts and recording episodes. I've placed a link in the show notes and on the blog for easy access. Help me keep this content flowing by sparking my inspiration. In the next episode, I will be sharing my favorite spring decks and walk you through the healing work that I focus on in the springtime. I will create a custom spread to help us usher in the new spring season. So join me next time. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this information valuable, consider subscribing to the show so you never miss an episode. And please rate and review this podcast and tell fellow car readers about the show. You can find more tarot tips on my blog on healingthroughtarot.com and on my Pinterest and Instagram page, both under Healing Through Tarot. That's through, spelled T-H-R-U. See you next time, card slingers.